Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Cops Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Sinner. This is season two, episode one, part one, written by Derek Simmons, directed by Antonio Campos. This premiere debuted August 1st of 2018, and I gave it an 8.2 out of 10. It was a creepy and mysterious mystery. I will give it that. Um, But trying to readjust a little bit (laughs) from last season and learn these new characters that we do have. I like the mystery going forward. I'm not sure what we're expecting, but I do expect that it's going to be fantastic because one, Harry Coon is involved and I really like Harry Coon from uh, The Leftovers. Even when I was hating her character in The Leftovers, she did a hell of a job acting. So she joins Elise. uh, She plays Vera Walker, who we met at the end of this episode. Uh, Alicia Heinig is Julian Walker. He looks just absolutely creepy. That's a creepy looking kid. <laughs> Hannah Gross as Marin Calhoun, someone we have not met, but we did meet Natalie Paul, who plays Detective Heather Novak, and Tracy Letts as Jack Novak, her father. Because we are back in his hometown this season, we're going to have an opportunity to delve into Harry's own psyche, which I am excited to learn more about. We start this season with a family traveling to Niagara Falls. They spring a flat tire due to some metal in the road, which seems to further annoy Mom Bess, who stated that they were two hours away from their destination, which keep that in mind at the end of the episode when... Or not the end, but close to the end, we learned that their destination was not, in fact, Niagara Falls. So where were they going that was two hours away? Father and son seem to bond a lot more with him encouraging as they have to push the car into an empty parking lot. They have no cell service, and instead of hitchhiking, which I concur is a terrible idea, like... There's a child and a woman here. It's bad enough that as a male, you would take those chances, but you have 10 times more a likelihood of not being raped or murdered than, <laughs> than the other two. They walk to the nearest motel to find a mechanic that can fix the car. While someone can fix the car, it ain't going to be tonight. And I'm not even sure why they thought it was going to be tonight. So they get a room. Question. If you have your wallet, sir, why did you motion for your wife to pay? She probably conveniently left that wallet in her car. Like, I know his shit. We finally do get some names. Adam is the dad, Bess is the mom, and son, Julian. In the middle of the night, though, Julian is curled up in a chair wanting to go home, but she tells him it's okay. Apparently, the couple don't sleep in the same bed. He suffers from nightmares of a hooded figure. They both sing a very creepy sounding song. Next day, the mechanic is almost done with the repairs while Julian is getting them tea. Adam comes to wake Bess because this brief moment is the perfect opportunity to have some up against the wall sex. Julian felt no qualms about interrupting that coitus either. He heard what was happening and said, um, hello, I'm here. I got your tea mugs. 
this had to be a motel somewhere in which they will allow you to take their uh tupperware out he enters the room and gives them both the tea and they're like oh this is so cute you know our little manservant they both start to cough adam in the shower definitely died the way in which his head hit that floor oh shit and instead of figuring out what the hell is happening with herself Bess runs to him all the while julian is sitting there horrified but then starts to uh stand when she calls and reaches for him he watches as Bess vomits and convulses until death he then calmly turns the water off moves adam's body cleans up best before tucking her in this this is not okay something is not right with this child i am totally with heather i get it something may have also happened to him but it's also equally fair to mention he unsettles the soul heather meets with her dad jack for lunch and isn't into barbecue with the hendersons as she's single and busy doing police work she gets a 10:35 and leaves as she arrives she meets with brick her partner who hasn't been into the scene yet and the new partnership is already intense i'm gonna ask questions you better get used to it julian positioned the bodies and put rocks over their eyes after wrapping them no sign of him just his shoes as he walked in the woods barefoot to stand against a tree having pissed himself novak finds him and it's clear she is a new detective and this situation is rather rattling harry is thrown a surprise birthday party where he's at his precinct but at the bar alone later that night temptation looms with his uh dominatrix his self-inflicted wounds have healed he gets a call from heather whom harry was friends with her dad jack she admits this possible double murder may involve an 11 year old boy and doesn't want to make the wrong call and seeing as he's got a reputation for helping the fallen and the loss because of what he did for cora's character she asks for his help looking at the case harry hasn't been back home in a good long while and we begin to see why as we see the back of a woman his mother perhaps boiling water and i said oh lord jesus this is a fire. it definitely resurfaces some nightmares for him as he wakes from one in the morning but go back he does keller we find out is economically in the shit and that's where a lot of some of these um you know types of very cult-like groups of people tend to infest particularly in america uh, the police station or the police department yeah i guess we can call it the same thing uh is practically a post office the size of one heather and harry meet for the first time in 15 years when her mother died she admits she's a trial detective and that she told her chief he volunteered to help visiting his dad and i asked by her he understands probably because she's a female and not only a female but a woman of color so she's got well not only a female and a woman of color but gay so yes this small town little police department is is ridiculously probably a hard time for her but she's really worked hard for her position 
She breaks down the crime scene while Chief tries to make small talk, and I'm so hairy. He's talking about like, oh, you didn't go to this school? That's probably why we... That, that's not why I'm here. Is this not a murder case? If you want to go have shop talk, I'll see you at the bar that I won't be attending. He commits to a day or so, which right now isn't a problem. I have a feeling it probably will be because that guy just looks like a jerk. Harry is shocked that a kid did all of this. They haven't charged Julian yet and DSS has placed him in foster care. Harry and Heather go to visit with Harry, noticing a rash of some sort on his hand that Julian tries to hide. Julian admits that they were going to Niagara Falls and that his parents died, mentioning that they had to go back to the beginning. He then starts panting hoarsely, then growling. On the ride to Jack's, Heather remarks that that kid is not normal. Did you hear the sounds that he was making? And Harry's like, well, something may have also happened to him. One does not cancel out the other, Harry. It's still, like, he was growling. I was like, damn it. Is he about to attack them? Like, I was starting to get uh, scared for the foster kids, even though they was acting like jerks in the next scene, being like, why are you staring at his food? Food go in your mouth. Then they start throwing paper at him. Flashback, he's drawing intensely as a woman, which we know is Carrie Coon's character. Asked him about what happened when Shadow Julian erupted after someone took a stick, took his stick away after he kept hitting it against a fence. Julian doesn't like being questioned. At dinner, Heather is struggling with the case still and admits when she looks at Julian, she gets a feeling but doesn't expound. However, in the kitchen, she is seen heavily drinking. Jack talks about events Harry doesn't really recall. He also tells him that his daughter is gay, a go-getter, and beautiful. Thanks for helping. <laughs> I chuckled because it very much sounded like an older, that older generation, like, my child just came out to me. Like, ain't that fucking crazy? <laughs> like, how the world is changing. And uh, she goes and leaves the men and meets up with Harry in the morning. They go back to the crime scene and after speaking with the manager, he recalls Jillian had tissues in his hand. Outside, Harry finds the murder weapon, Jimson Seed. They just got that shit growing around? I'm such a city girl. This boy needs some chapstick too. The whole time, I'm like, there are too many black people in this house not to be like, here's some, here's some Vaseline, man. If you don't want the chapstick, you gotta get the, like, you, you, you all types of crusted up crusted julian admits he gave it to his parents and wanted them to die harry tells him he just admitted to murder and things are going to get harder and no one is going to listen so this is the time to talk but he just wants to go home the case is laid out for the da and while heather is ready to settle the matter harry wants more time which means he'll be staying in town longer heather doesn't mind but asks why he left Things don't stay quiet in the soil here, it turns out, considering all of the religious and spiritual history. Flashback, Julian is back with what looks like therapy session in which the therapist tells him when Shadow Julian comes knocking, he's supposed to let him in, even though he feels bad for hurting someone named Vish. 
Harry too is having flashbacks outside of his home, sitting in his car, of collecting lightning bugs. My sisters and brothers did that too. It always grossed me out. I hate bugs of any and all kinds. Finally, the police locate the parents' car, but the wallet has no ID, which is strange. Jack gets real aggressive about hospitality with Harry in, in their little diner because he wanted to pay $5. Like, I got five on it. He's like, no, you got none on it. It's Southern hospitality. To put money on the table is to be rude. I think it's something culturally as well because we heard that the town is not doing well financially. So, of course, you know, he's doing better off. He, he's going to leave a tip. He's going to, you know, you you're... You're kind of like, I don't, I don't know what Jack's relationship is, but he seems like he's a bigger deal or somewhat of a, like he's got some type of weight in this town. And it's probably why his daughter has gotten to where she has. Cause I, I look around and I see very little black people. <laughs> um, but it also could be a pride thing. At the station, Heather realizes that they could be coming from where they, uh, they couldn't have been coming from where they stated as they couldn't get to Niagara Falls that way. They came from the north. While Heather knows they are looking for something through the luggage, Brick is bored and hungry, which is when Harry says, well, I gave you all the time. I could to let y'all figure it out, but y'all children and did not see. So let me tell you where the fucking children's things because they're nowhere to be found. And that's when, like, Brick's still like, I don't get it. Well, I do get it, but I don't get the enormity of it. But Heather does and says, okay, what were they planning for this kid to take him somewhere in which they packed him no clothes or a toothbrush or anything? The woman we've seen all episode in the flashbacks comes into the police station and announces that she's Julian's mother. my 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 how the plot thickens i'm interested to see where this goes um i wasn't i didn't have any expectations of the season so i didn't expect it to be a child and i'm not too connected to the child i mean he pretty much has a stare that makes me feel as if he's a serial killer and i know that he probably has a sympathetic story but for right now <laughs> i'm thinking this somehow involves the cult that's my 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 thought and i'm sticking to it until otherwise told so i'm more curious to see what happens in this next episode than i was in the actual murder and the readjusting that needed to happen to get our characters where they needed to be at so i know that this show comes through with the with the mystery and the, the bombshells so i will be patiently awaiting for them to unfold if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackercouch.gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic <laughs>